having a kid at that age for 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 both his mom and I was was just a, a life changing thing, and you know it happened and it was sort of one of those things. All right, like you're just forced into having to change your lifestyle or or change your responsibilities at a young age, obviously, which was probably the hardest thing to do, but. Obviously, looking back, and even in the moment, I mean, Cole's been the greatest gift to both of us by far and really helped me kind of mature faster than I probably would have. Welcome to Ballers with Babies. I'm Mark Willard. Today, we know so much about what athletes and sports personalities do, but not so much about who they are, what makes them tick. What's life like the moment the stadiums and TV cameras go dark? Most go home to their families. We want to know what that after-hours experience is like. Ballers with Babies explores their upbringing, their home life, how it's affected by their high-profile job, and how that high-profile job is affected by the home life. On Ballers with Babies, we talk to some of the most interesting names in sports and find out how they're even more interesting than we realize. And don't worry, diehard fan, we'll get to the important sports questions as well. This is your favorite people like you've never heard them before. I hope you enjoy. All right, Matt Leinert joining the Ballers with Babies podcast. Let's get him in here. Of course, you know him for football. I know I know you as one of the rising stars in the flag football coaching community. So, <laughs> But by the way, who has the better record, your son's flag football team or your USC teams when you were there? You know what? That's a good question. I think... <laughs> We actually we actually lost this year to our rivals, the the Longhorns. Go figure. Yeah, and we're the Trojans. But um, we 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 played up a division this year, and we won, we ended up winning the Super Bowl. Uh, we've lost probably God. That's a good, we probably lost. Yeah, two games or one game in the last probably six years. <laughs> same, same as you, just twice as long. And by the way, I don't know why I never put that together. Your rival in flag football is the Longhorns. Like that's just been yep. the, that's been the only thorn in your side your entire life, hasn't it? It it, it really has. I can't escape it, and it's it's <laughs> it's uh, you know in the flag league. Um, obviously, we're friends with those guys, and a lot of those players on the Longhorns are are, are buddies with Cole, my son. But it's just like obnoxious, you know, because them beating <laughs> us was their Super Bowl. We're like, come on, guys. So at, for for us to salvage our season, even though we had a great season. We won, you know, we won the upper division Super Bowl, which was really cool for our kids playing up against, you know, against 11, 12 year olds and, and winning, which was awesome. So, um, you know, yeah, like you said, it, it's a thorn in my side, man. I can't get rid of anybody from Texas. Man. <laughs> do, do you, by the way, do you enjoy coaching? I love it. I love it. I have, um, you know, one of the things while I was playing, um, still playing, Nicole was, was, still young but you know i missed a little bit of his first years getting into like t-ball and and football where um you know i could I, i'd come home on our bye weekend and get a chance to watch him play in the fall now in the spring and summer obviously i was more around but um yeah as he's gotten older i just i love i love coaching him i love coaching his, the kids his friends um this past summer uh, I actually ended up coaching his all-star baseball team. I was an assistant coach, which was really cool because, you know, that was my sport growing up was baseball. And I played all-stars and went to world series and did all that for years. And to kind of see him in that, and, you know, we advanced to the state tournament, which was a lot of fun. Um, you know, Manhattan beach team hadn't done that in a long time. Um, and that age group, 
Um, so it's just, I just, I have a blast, man. It's, it's for me, it's, it's not, and I'm not one of those dads who's, you know, so hard on his son, but like, I just love coaching them. I love teaching them. I love teaching his friends, all the, all the kids that I get to coach. I always have a lot of fun with. Have you ever for even a second thought about doing it at a higher level? You know, I, I, I have, I haven't, I haven't because I just know one, the time, the time is just ridiculous. And that's even the college and pro that the amount of time you're away from your family and you're in the office is just unbelievable. And then with college recruiting on the road, all those things, it's just something, it's something I think I could do. I really do. Um, but I just never have had, yeah, I mean, you know how it is in sports. You, you play with guys who are like, that guy was born to be a coach. You know, that guy, 100%, he's going to be a coach one day. Or that guy, guarantee he won't coach. You know, that that was kind of me, you know. And um, I just uh, I just love being able to be with my family, coach my kid, coach my future kids, um, you know, not being, you know, away from them for 14 hours a day for eight, nine months out of the year. So um, Now, you mentioned your son, Cole. He's He's 11, right? He's 11. Yeah. He's 11. Okay. He's, and look, you know, people who don't know, this, he's a really good athlete. He, he just like you were on multiple sports. I, I'm sure you want him to do all he can in sports. Uh, but as you mentioned, also don't want to, you know, overdo it. Yeah. So, so how intense do you get in terms of coaching him and preparing him for whatever his athletic career has in store for him? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. I think that's a great question for all dads who have kids who play sports no matter how good they are or not you know what what is when is enough enough how far to push them what age all those things and I kind of you know first I go back to my childhood and like I was like you said I was a good athlete I played all the sports my dad coached me in baseball um and that was really it because that was his thing and um but you know we played in the season and that was it you know we didn't do one we didn't have the money to go travel and do camps two all those things weren't available to us as they are now. It's way, way, way more competitive really in basketball and football, actually in baseball too, um, nowadays than it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, so it is a different kind of way these kids are growing up. And for me, you know, I think, you know, I know, I know our boys are the same age. Like, I think for me, they're starting to get to that age where, you know, you have to continue to, to get better and work on your skills if because there's so many other kids that are are just as talented, you know, or, or working on them every single day, which I think is kind of ridiculous. So I think there's a fine line. I try to make sure whatever sport he's playing, you know, practice, he's going full speed. Um, you know, this past year in baseball, like I, he was struggling hitting a little bit. You know, he could pitch. So I just said, hey, we're going to do – you know, a hitting lesson once a week or once every couple of weeks, whenever you can fit it in, which is not a lot at all because one, you want him, I want him to get better. So he feels confident playing whatever sport that is. So I think just, you know, for me, it's about mixing in things like that, because as you probably know, Mark, they're, they're, you know, the kids, my Cole doesn't really listen to me. Like I've never <laughs> taught him, you know, I've never taught him to play quarterback he he can naturally play quarterback and you know he's pretty good at it even though he'd rather play receiver i've never taught him like i've never taken him on the field and be like all right let's go we're going three step five step we're gonna do this i've just never done that right. one he's been too young and two you know he, he won't listen to me but um <laughs> you know i do have friends you know friends that you know have their kids playing you know sports year round and this and that and just 
like, ah, it's just a lot for me. You know, yeah. I want Cole to be, I want Cole to love everything he's playing. And then at some point, you know, he'll have to pick and choose, you know, what might m- let him advance the most, or maybe give him a scholarship or play in high school, whatever it may be. Obviously they're still so young, but, um, and when he gets to that point, then, you know, you got to put in extra work if you want to be really good at something that, that comes with the territory, but you know, there's an age and there's a time for all that. And I still think, you know, 10, 11 years old is still very young for that. No, your, uh, your dad mentioned to me recently, ran into him at one of these games and, and he said, you know, I'm not sure if we want to deal with all of the concussion stuff and everything with the future of the, where NFL is going. Uh, with regard to to Cole and and people may not know Cole's uncle Jordan Cameron uh, you know he left the game early because of a lot of repeated concussions what is what is your take on all of this yeah it's 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 legit and it's definitely I I I tell Cole this all the time and and people who ask me is is obviously when, when would you let your kid play tackle or do you want him to play tackle I get that I get asked that a lot and and my answer is usually always the same. I, I I will never push him to play tackle football because that's what dad played. However, I don't want him to not play and not experience what I was able to experience as far as building friendships, as far as what football and the team aspect of it teaches you because football is the greatest team sport we have in America by far. I mean, the, the only sport where all 11 guys, every single play, you have to be on this. It's just, it's just, it's such a great sport, you know? And, um, those, I tell everyone, like my best friends still to this day were my high school teammates, my buddies from high school. And, um, I wasn't a big football kid growing up. I played tackle in high school. It was the first time I ever played tackle football was freshman year. And, um, I, I, I would not be disappointed if if he played and just, you know, maybe had a better future in basketball or baseball. And, you know, he gave it a shot. He liked it. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, Dad, I want to do these. Like, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset. I would be disappointed if he never gave it a shot only because, one, he's really talented at it. But, right. two, like, football just gives you so much, man. It offers you so much, and it's been so great to me in my life. You know, and I, you know, I suffered a couple concussions, and I feel fine. And you know, it does come with the territory, but um, that's kind of how I approach him. Now, when people ask me, you know, about their kids, I always say at the earliest seventh, eighth grade for tackle football. I just, I just see no reason for kids to play tackle before that. Um, I think flag football, obviously, um, you know, we have a bunch of leagues in Orange County. Flag football is is the best thing for kids at that age because you're still developing your skills. You know, now I know, you know, not all the kids, um, you know, depending on your body type and how big you're and all those things can play flag football or whatever they can try, but like for the skill positions, for the quarterbacks, for quickness, all those things like flag football is awesome. Like you don't need to be tackling people when you're nine. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. So, you know, that's what I kind of tell them. Um, you know, you're only 34 years old. People can can do the math here. Uh, you were pretty young uh, when you when you had Cole, and uh, right. I, if I remember correctly, you were just early on with uh, with the Cardinals, right? So, so w- was that hard? What do you remember about that time in your life? Yeah, I was a rookie. Um, it was it was really tough. You know, it was obviously a situation where uh, you know his mom and I were dating in college, and um, you know, we had separated and, and, and 
you know, she got pregnant, all all those things. And, you know, very obviously well-documented publicly, but, um, October 2006, Cole was born, and that was my rookie year. And it's actually funny. The the week he was born, um, we were playing the Packers uh, at Green Bay against Favre, who was like one of the, the quarterbacks I loved growing up. So we uh, we got our butts kicked, but I did throw a <laughs> touchdown at Lambeau. So it was pretty cool, you there know. You Cole was born that week, but um, you know it was uh, it was difficult because one, you know, just uh, uh, having a kid at that age for 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 both his mom and I was, was just a, a life changing thing. Um, and you know, it happened and it was sort of one of those things. All right. Like you're just forced into having to change your lifestyle or, or change your responsibilities at a young age, obviously, um, which was probably the hardest thing to do. Um, but, but obviously looking back and even in the moment, I mean, Cole's been the greatest gift to both of us by far and really helped me, kind of mature faster than I probably would have um, given if I didn't have a child, but it was, it was difficult. Um, you know, the, the traveling and for me playing and, and not being able to see him all the time and the schedules and all, it's just, it was, it was, it was a very difficult time um, probably for the first three to four years. And then as he got older, it got easier and, you know, schedules got a little bit smoother and, you know, that was part of the reason why, too, that, you know, I retired because I just, you know, a, a lot of different reasons. I was hurt. You know, I wasn't playing. Well, there's a lot of things. You know, I didn't retire because I just felt like hanging it up. And I retired because, one, I was mentally burnt out of just the constant grind of coming back from injury and traveling, and renting a house for a year and not knowing if I'll be back. Like, at that point in my career, that's how where I got into and on top of that, I was finally just like, man, like, you know, I want to be home with my son. I miss, I, I miss being a dad. Um, I had just met at that point, kind of when I was in retirement or thinking about it, I just met my fiance now. So there was a lot of change happening, um, in my life, but, um, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. Like I said, Cole has been the best thing that's happened to me and, it's been really fun to watch him grow up and and you know be the kid he is today. With, with all that going on, uh, I mean, did the did that affect your football? It did, it for sure. Did. I think especially my especially um, my second year. You know, my rookie year um, played pretty well. You know, we weren't a great football team, but you know, definitely showed promise, felt confident. Just just kind of picked up where I left off in college, as far as me personally being confident about my ability. Because uh, I don't think it was ever my ability in the pros. It was all. It all became my confidence was just shot, and I just couldn't get out of it. But the second year when Wisenhunt got hired and just the new staff and and just a lot of stuff going on, you know, uh, I was going through some things with Cole and his mom and all that, which was very was was really a, a difficult time. And so my mind, my my mind was just all over the place. You know, I was preparing for games. You know, I had Kurt Warner backing me up who, you know, rumblings of, oh, we're going to play both of you guys. So I was worried about my job. On top of that, I was dealing with some really personal, heavy stuff that was just really hard to get through as far as that with Cole. Um, a coach and I that didn't really see eye. There was, just, I mean, there's a million things, yeah. you know. And on top of that, I just didn't, I didn't, I, I actually played okay that second year. I was getting, I was getting my confidence back after, um, you know, off season. And then I broke my collarbone. And then that was just when, you know, it was just, it was just tough, man. It was tough to continue to pick up the pieces and get back to what I knew I could become 
And Houston kind of gave me that with Kubiak, um, and I fell great, and then I broke my collarbone again. And then I was just like, man, like it's just, you know, it's just not meant to be, you know, and that's where I got to. Um, Continuing with Matt Leiner on the Ballers with Babies podcast, uh, yeah, that's all. I mean, really, uh, really interesting to look back on on all that. I mean, is is there is there anything you'd do different? Um, I think you know, I think I I never really, and this is on me, you know, given all the distractions, I never, I never like bled for football as far as like. It wasn't like, you know, you look at guys like Tom Brady is is tough example because he's he's the greatest, I think, you know, but like guys who just eat, sleep, breathe football at at the quarterback position, you know, like that was never me. It wasn't because it wasn't what I played. I didn't play, you know, I was a baseball first. Like I would have give anything to to pitch in the major leagues, you know, then I hurt my arm and that's kind of how I fell into football. So like I never had, I always, I worked hard. I think any teammate that, that played with me, I worked hard. I was a great teammate. I, lo- I I did love the game, but I wasn't in love with the game. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't, you know, wake up at five in the morning and, and like come. Like I just, it just like to me. I wish I could have gone back and like really put in double time like that. That I know that I know people do to be to be really successful. Um, that's probably the one thing um, that if I could go back and and just tell myself, Hey, you would have played longer, had more success if you would have done this a little bit more. Now injuries happen. I can't, I, you know, I worked out hard in the weight room. I was always a hard worker. I worked hard in practice. I did study, but you know, you could get away with that in college, but it's a whole other level in the pros. And I just think I lost sight of that early. And then it was, it was kind of hard to kind of dig myself out of that with kind of the coach in Arizona and then Kubiak got that out of me and then I got hurt again, you know? So there was just kind of, it just, it just never materialized. It never was a smooth ride for me. Um, and uh, that's probably what I would do differently is, is, is just devote all of it into that. But it just never really was my personality with football. Like I loved it. I loved playing. I, I it was so great to me, but it wasn't like I didn't eat, breathe, sleep it, you know? All right, be honest with me for a second. Have you ever sat Cole down and uh, shown him the uh, the Notre Dame game 2005? He, <laughs> he, you know what? He, he, yeah, he knows how to operate YouTube, so he goes on there. Um, you know, he's more he's more uh, in love with doing freaking like great dunks on YouTube. You know, he doesn't give two craps about what his dad did, but he's definitely he's definitely seen highlights he's definitely seen that drive you know the fourth down and then the bush push and um you know i always wonder because we don't like i don't really you know i don't really talk he doesn't we don't really talk about it that much every once in a while he'll ask like you know dad were you guys as good as alabama like you know because that's what he knows and i'll be like i was like yeah buddy we were we were kind of like alabama is like we were the best team in college football for a long time and we had great players like you know so he doesn't get it because he just wasn't you know he wasn't around but um he he you know with uh, you know i got into the hall of fame this year and he was out there and he saw kind of like you know he i think when he hears people talk about it it kind of makes him like oh wow my dad was like my dad was actually good (laughs) he doesn't know any better so you know he what he always does ask me he's like dad are you are you 
are you like top two best college quarterback of all time? You know, you ask me that all the time. And, and I'm like, part of me is like, well, you know, like, may, like yes. maybe I think, yeah. like, you know, like, <laughs> but part of me is like, I don't know, buddy. You know, like, what do you think? And by the way, if he's, yeah, if he's, he's top two, why does he say top two? Who's the other one? Well, I, oh, he always, cause he always hears about Tebow and he okay. always, and, and I, and I always, you know, I always talk about Vince Young and how great Vince Young was. Yep. And um, obviously, I mean, there's a handful of great college quarterbacks that, that were unbelievable. But, you know, those are kind of the things he asked me, which I always think are funny. Uh, you know, you mentioned him going on YouTube uh, because we do have sons the same age. I know exactly what you deal with in the downtime at home. Like they want to go straight to the screens uh, and, and get to the Internet and, and they can read, man. And, and you were talking about it earlier, right? There's. There's uh, there's a lot that's that's documented. There's been a lot of celebrity in the story of of him, right? I mean, from from you to his mom to you know her dating Blake Griffin and having now he's got uh, you know a half brother and half sister there. So how do you how do you protect him from all of that? And what do you tell him about that? Yeah, you know it's 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 tough. Um, obviously, you know I, I can only control what what I can control as far as that and. Um, you know, I try and give him, and again, this is just from my, my perspective on what I do. Um, uh, you know, Josie, my fiance, we live together. We're getting married this year. You know, we just tried to give him the best, um, possible example for us as we can, because that's, that's what our life is. You know, like I can't speak for anybody else. And, um, you know, and obviously the internet and YouTube, it's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse and it's more of a curse for kids, you know, that that age, because there's just nothing good on there for them to see, you know, like they don't need to be seeing the news. They don't need to be, um, you know, going on Instagram and all that kind of stuff in my opinion. But at the same time, because of this day and age of social media, their friends, it's very hard to completely shield them from all of that stuff. It's just going to happen, especially when you're talking about high profile people. It's just, it just, it's just the inevitable. So for me, um, you know, I just try to be open with him. I try to be someone he can always talk to. Um, you know, my fiance does an amazing job as far as being open and talking with him. And they have a really great relationship as far as that. So, you know, those are the things I do. And, and Cole is a great kid. He, he's, you know, all he's ever known is kind of his situation, you know, and he's just really handled it really well. And, uh, you know, I, I'll, say this from you know his mom and i and our families like you know we're all we all hang out we're all very cool with each other there's a lot of love there there really is now obviously there's there's a lot of negative stuff that happens too but um there is a lot of love there and um you know a lot of people that really you know love him and and try to do what's best for him but but as far as for me i just man just try to be his dad you know try to talk to him if he needs it try to let him be a kid, you know, let him have fun, let him hang with his friends, let him, um, you know, do that because, you know, I think that's what kids need and it, and it, you know, kind of helps them deter or, you know, go away from just all that negative stuff that can be said. So from, you know, being a dad, you're getting married, as you said, still very busy in addition to whatever's related to football, uh, you're broadcasting now. Uh, you've gotten into real estate. It, 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 does any of that in any way still kind of serve the, uh, the competitive drive? It does. And that's, and that's, you know, I think the, the, the biggest problem and, and people always say the biggest problem is, you know, what comes after football and how do you transition from doing one thing your whole life to 
doing something that you, I mean, just trying to find that competitive edge, trying to, to make a living or stay busy or do something that really kind of lights that fire. It's really hard. You know, it's really hard to find. And, uh, fortunately for me, you know, I've made money and, and I saved money and, um, you know, I, I was able to kind of retire from football and not be stressed out about, Oh my God, I got to do this. I got to do that. Um, you know, I was able to just kind of enjoy what I just accomplished and sit back, but I'm also not the type to just sit back and be lazy. I just, I like working. I like being busy. I like, um, you know, like having different things to do. And it was just, it's just been finding that for me that I really have a passion for and the broadcasting really, I've really found a passion for it. And really this past year was my third year full time. And, you know, I kind of dabbled in it right when I was coming out with, with when FS1 just launched, I was doing a little bit of NFL network, Pac-12 and all these things. Um, One to see if I was any good and two to see if I liked it. And I was like, you know, I like this. And I was fortunate enough to, um, you know, get on the seat where I'm at in Fox in my second year. And, um, I have got to say, like, I really, really love my job. I really, I really find it's a different competitive, you know, it, it's, it's a very competitive industry by far. Um, it gets your juices flowing in a different way than obviously football does or the sport of it. But, um, I've really enjoyed the process of learning, um, working with my, with my guys at Fox, learning from others, watching people, like really trying to perfect that. And I don't think you ever really can perfect it because it's, it's a very difficult business, but that's what makes it fun is it's constantly, you're constantly challenging yourself in preparation and, um, you know, being opinionated. That's something that's been very difficult for me. So <laughs> learning how to have a stronger opinion. Um, but then, you know, the real estate stuff is something that, you know, with, with my job, you know, I have an off season, which is awesome. So I have a lot of downtime. So I was always, always try to do something in the off season or just, you know, a habit or a hobby or, a hobby or something. And this past year I got my real estate license, um, and not really knowing what I was going to do with it, but just to kind of, you know, just to kind of say, Hey, I did this. It was out of my comfort zone and I, 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 I accomplished something and it was, it was pretty awesome. And, um, you know, I've, I've been an investor in real estate, you know, last six, seven years. Um, but this was a little bit different and, you know, I've, I've I'm working with a team in Manhattan beach and, you know, just finding a role, just, just being there and having fun, learning, meeting people, you know, it's just something like that. So it's been, uh, it's been really cool, man. It's keeping me busy. It's, it's kind of challenging me in other ways. And, but to your point, like, like I, <laughs> you're laughing at me, but I played basketball the other night. Um, I usually play on Tuesday nights and like, that's still what really gets me going. Like, I don't care if it's rec league or not. Like I want to win every game, you know, I hate losing. So, you know, I find different ways, whether it's in the gym or whatever, playing hoops, you know, just find different ways to stay, to continue to have that competitive desire that I had planned. By the way, have you any pickup basketball partner that you've found that's more competitive than your old college coach, Pete Carroll? <laughs> well, I play, I play in a good league, man. There's a lot of good players. So it's a, it's a highly competitive league with a lot of ex college players, a lot of you know, really great high school players, a couple kids have played overseas. So like, I'm kind of, you know, at basketball, I, you know, I was, used to be pretty good in basketball so i can hold my own a little bit but um yeah i mean i think all 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 uh all these kids you know play are are very competitive athletes and then that's what you play in these competitive leagues for you just keep playing as we get older obviously our bodies can't do as much as 
we once could, but um, it kind of keeps you active. It keeps you young and it can, it keeps that competitive nature going, even if it's not at the same level. By the way, I got to ask you where, where have you found the bigger egos, the uh, football world or the broadcasting world? <laughs> um, it, God, that's a good question. I mean, it's close, isn't it? It is close. It's different. You know, the broad, the broadcasting, I mean, the football, I mean, you know, it is. You got guys, you guys have that guys don't whatever, but um, broadcasting is just different because it's different for me. And I just, you know, there's just, there's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of talking heads, man. And, and, and I get it because I, I can see how you have to do that. And, um, but it's just, I guess it's the player in me that will never, completely conform to the talking head of, uh, you know, the guy who knows it all, who never played it down in football or never shot a basketball or never pitched a baseball. Like, like that's always kind of the athlete's excuse. Like, Oh, well you never did, but it's such a legitimate excuse. It's like, dude, you've never been in a locker room. So how could you even like know what goes on in there? Like, I, like, I don't know. It's just, those are the things that bug me and will always bug me because, you know, like I played, I, I understand firsthand what it is, but um, I, I enjoy it though, man. I, I, I have, I'm, like I said, I'm lucky at Fox. We have so many great guys there, you know, and we have such a great rapport on our show that it's just, it's been awesome to work with guys like that. What else is the liner family good at that, that we don't know about? So like, like what can you and Cole do that's, that's not athletics related? <laughs> not much <laughs> that's why i'm that's why i'm marrying i'm marrying an actress turned lawyer because she she is the brains of the family we're the we're the uh good move, we're the yeah. athletes of the uh-huh. family. <laughs> um no we're uh god it's so funny man like i i have that conversation with her all the time and i'm like like obviously like i'm like you know i'm in real estate like i'm i'm smart like i you know but i've always been like dude i just play sports like god i don't know what else i can possibly do like i can't play music i can't play an instrument i can't sing like i'm not book smart you know i hate i don't like reading you know i'm not a reader she's everything that i'm not and i'm everything that she's not as far as like sport like it's just we're so opposite but it's so great because we you know we kind of motivate each other in different ways where we probably wouldn't have gotten before if we were with someone we were alike but um Cole's all sports, man. That kid, that kid eats, breathes, and sleeps anything, whatever sport he's playing. Um, that's uh, that. That's what he's into. I will say this though: he's actually a pretty good little singer, man. Like he, the really? thing about Cole is yeah. the thing about Cole. I'm gonna say this: he is the shyest kid when it comes to having to speak in front of anybody, which I think most kids are. But like, I mean, I'm talking to the point where like he freaks out. Like he's 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 a co-best man at my wedding. And I told him like, you have to give a speech. And he's like, for like a year terrified. I'm like, dude, the wedding is not for two years, man. Like you got time. So like stuff like that. Um, but he can sing fairly good and he knows, I mean, he could, he knows every, and I don't know if Abe is like this, but he knows every, rap song every song that's on the radio like it's an art like it's unbelievable abe is is exactly like this by the way i mean i I feel you you sound like you're describing him right now yeah it's it's so bizarre i'm like holy crap dude like you know like i'm telling like the hardcore kendrick lamar like every rap song where i'm like what the hell is this to like taylor swift it's like it's really fascinating well, it's like and where did you where where did this happen like where where, where did you where do you learn these yeah things? where <laughs> yeah so 
that to me, I always get a kick out. But then I tell him, hey, buddy, sing, you know, hey, go sing for Mark and Abe. And he'll be like, oh, no, dad, no, I'm not going to sing. Like, you know, he's just, it's just funny, man. So. All right, let's wrap it up with Stick to Sports with Matt Liner, Ballers with Babies. I've been waiting to ask you this. I'm sure you've talked about it. So Darnold is going pro. If he if he had been in a private room with you and asked for your advice, what what mm-hmm. would you what would you have told him? Or did that actually happen? Did he come to you? Well, we we had we had spoken throughout the season and um you know, I did his podcast, and then we actually ended up talking a lot about that and kind of my experiences. So I think, like, kind of indirectly, we had talked about it multiple times. And and we we were close. So I always I, – I texted him before the game, like a week before the game. Um, you know, let me know if you have anything. And then after the game, you know, let it settle in and just say, hey, dude, I know you're, you're making a decision, if, you know, whatever. And he ended up not even talking to me because I think he had already made his mind up, which is totally fine. But I think, you know, for me – I would have, and I, I would have, I wouldn't have swayed him either way because it's his decision, and I've been through that decision, and ultimately, it's kind of what your gut tells you or what you're ready for. Um, I, I do think I would have definitely told him, and I'm sure what people told him is, you know, there's still a lot of room to grow. Um, I, I think the scary thing is he hasn't even tapped his potential, and he's still very, very, very talented. Um, so I, I would say. You know, college can allow you to continue to grow, um, you know, continue to read defenses just to, to be – Pete Carroll told me, you know, when I came back, you're going to be a 1,000 throws more, um, you know, experienced. You know, you're going to see more defenses. You're going to – you know, so, so you know, you just – it's all muscle memory. You're just going to continue to grow and get better as a player. And you can work on some of the little things that, you know, you need to work on. Um, but, you know, like – you can also do that in the NFL, given he has, you know, he has a, a good staff around him and coaches that can understand that. So, you know, you can, like, you can do that as well. Um, uh, so, you know, the, the Cleveland thing to me is, is, is a legit concern. And I've never been one of those guys like, Oh, don't go because of this team. But when you are making a business decision like that and a team that just, I mean, God just has a really, really bad track record of quarterbacks and, the management and, and the ownership. I mean, it's just, that's just a real thing. It's a fact that that would be, you know, that would be a little bit concerning. Um, so, I mean, so because, Rosen, yeah. Rosen and, and him should, should both be worried about that. You think? Well, that's why, you know, in a way you kind of respect Rosen because he is outspoken and say, listen, I don't want to play for Cleveland. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, like, you know, Eli Manning did that, you know, back in the day with Philip Rivers, you know, they he's like, I don't want to play for what, San Diego. So like, it happens, you know, and, and Rosen and Darnold couldn't be more opposite, but, um, you know, Sam Darnold said the politically correct thing and like, I don't care who drafts me, which, which is fine. He probably means it cause he's a great genuine kid. And Rosen's like, listen, I want to be in NFL and be great, but like, I don't want to play for that team. Like, so, um, you know, very different kids, but I, I guess just to your point, like, you know, I, I think he'll be a great pro. I think anytime you're, you're, I mean, there's nothing guaranteed, but anytime it, it appears that you're a lock, top one or two pick, I mean, it, it's hard to stay. You know, like what are you staying for? You know, you're 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 you're, you're going to have another year in college. You're risking injury, even though you probably take out you know insurance and all that stuff. But like, so so I'm 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 fine with his decision. I do think you know there is no guarantee he goes number one. Um, that's for sure. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he goes to New York or whatever, and it all ends up well. So, um, but but I do think he, 
this, I, I think scouts and teams are excited because there is so much potential there. Like his ceiling is just through the roof. You know, he's, he hasn't even tapped into it and, and he still makes some plays that make you just go, wow, this kid is, this kid is really talented. So um, I, I wish him nothing but the best, man. He's a great kid. And I, I do think he's going to be a really good pro. What, what kind of emotions did it bring up uh, in you when, when Carson Palmer recently announced his retirement? Um, you know, I think it was kind of teetering over the last couple of years, you know, and they just kept paying him a ton of money. You know? So like, <laughs> it was like, how do you say no? Um, he's man, I played with him my last year in Oakland and, and obviously I've always looked up to him from college, the pros and, um, just been a, just been the best pro, great friend, a great teammate. And, and for me, it was just like, gosh, man, like, I think he, I think he's been very underrated his whole career. I mean, you look at his numbers, I think he's top 10 in almost every category. Uh, you know, he never won a Super Bowl, but God, he was a great quarterback for a long time. I think he's, I think he's, he's definitely in the hall of fame uh, discussion. Um, if you just look at his numbers um, and how many games he's won. Um, so I was really proud of him, really happy for him. Like I said, I, I kind of knew, you know, everyone kind of knew it was just, a matter of you know when uh, but I reached out to him and just told him congrats and we exchanged some texts and stuff and you know he's got four kids man he's he's he, he's he's such an interesting guy because he loves like you know he loves the ranch life he loves hunting he loves just being with his family so I think it was this time where you know his kids are growing up and you know football has been great to him and set him up for life and now he can go enjoy all those other things that he loves so uh, you're 34. I'm 42. I can't. I can't imagine still playing competitive sports every day. Body, body doesn't seem to work that way. You had a lot of injuries. Can Can you explain these guys? Brady, Breeze, Rivers, still balling at the highest level, at or or at least almost at age 40. It, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable to me. Um, I think. Like for me, obviously thirty four is a lot different, but if I if I got my body back into shape and really, really focused, like I could go out there and still play, you know, like or physically play. But you know, the the like I said earlier, you know, some of these guys, like it's a it's a twenty four hour, seven day a week process to maintain your body. And you just you just have that tenacity. You know, Kobe Bryant was that way, you know, Tiger Woods in his prime was that way. It's just there's nothing on your mind but football and how do I continue to be better and play now granted the you know the technology the supplements the the nutritionists the like all everything obviously now that we have access to as players and athletes in any sport can help you prolong your your career I think as, as long as you continue just to take care of your body and just do all those things but um, so that helps too but it's really unbelievable, man. Like I always laugh at these people who, you know, all these, like I said, talking heads on TV, like, Oh, the minute Brady has one bad game. Oh, father time's catching up. But I'm like, really dude, have you seen him play all season long? He's like, going to win the yeah, MVP not, by the way. Yeah. Exactly. And he's probably going to win another Super Bowl. Um, you know, at some point it is going to shut down clearly. Like it just, it will, because like I said, father time never loses, but, when he says he'll play to 45, like I really believe knowing him that he will play till he's 45. Like, 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 and he will probably play at a high, high level for the next couple of years. And then, you know, you'll see a slow decline, but like 
I just like, and Drew Brees the same. Drew Brees is 39, going to be 40, and he just had arguably one of the best years of his career. You know, like, I mean, so it's just, listen, it's just these guys, credit to the way they take care of themselves on a daily basis. And um, obviously it's extreme, but it's the reason why they're great. Matt, thank you so much for doing this, man. Yeah, buddy. Sorry I've been, uh, I've been on for the last couple of weeks, but man, anytime you need me, holler. Thank you so much. Great stuff. All right, buddy. Take care.